Walking Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me today for July 7th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to see what uh, secrets today's reading has to hold. And this will, of course, be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be the first time that I read it or hear it all right on this podcast with you. So you get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So here we go. This is July 7th reading from James Ellen's Daily Meditations. By self-enlightenment is perfect freedom found. Agreement right there. There is no bondage in the heavenly life. There is perfect freedom. This is its great glory. This supreme freedom is gained only by obedience. A man may choose the lower and neglect the higher, but the higher is never overcome by the lower. Herein lies the revelation of freedom. Let a man choose the higher and abandon the lower. He shall then establish himself as the overcomer and shall realize perfect freedom. To give the reins to inclination is only slavery. To conquer oneself is the only freedom. The slave to self loves his chains and will not have one of them broken for fear he would be depriving himself of some cherished delight. He thus defeats and enslaves himself. The land of perfect freedom lies through the gate of knowledge. <laughs> Love this one. The key to freedom is doing the work. That's what we're, we've talked about it so much on this podcast. Is, and this is another way to say it. By self-enlightenment is perfect freedom found. By understanding oneself, by um, exploring oneself, their motivations and by striving to conduct ourselves in a spiritual way of living and in doing so we find perfect freedom we find release from the bondage of ourselves i love how he talks about the chains later on in this and everything it's it's a beautiful beautiful meditation today um yeah by self-enlightenment enlightenment is perfect freedom found and that's true i i don't know if i have perfect freedom yet if i'm honest with you i still have my some character defects but i'm working on them but i have more freedom than i've ever had in my life because i do this work and i live this way of life He goes on here. There is no bondage in the heavenly life. That's a beautiful promise to me. That's a beautiful statement in living a heavenly life, the righteous life, the a life pursuing truth. There is no bondage. There is no um, regret. There is no self-serving. 
the, the next line says, there is perfect freedom. Those are both capitalized. That's pretty important words right there, right? And usually the capitalized words are indication of talking about that power greater than ourselves and that God of our understanding. It's a perfect freedom given to us from, granted to us from that God, from that power. This is the great, this is its great glory. That living the spiritual life provides us perfect freedom. This supreme freedom is gained only by obedience, discipline, obedience, adherence to living by a set of spiritual principles. To adhere and submit to a code of living that's not self-serving, but serving of God and others. This supreme freedom is only it's a very, very clear. It's only gained by obedience, discipline, and um, perseverance to the law, to these rules or uh, standards or spiritual values, right? A man may choose the lower and neglect the higher. We might choose to be self-serving. We might choose to not acknowledge this path. We might choose to continue to serve ourselves only and act selfishly and act self-centeredly. But the higher is never overcome by the lower, meaning you're limiting yourself. You'll never be able to conquer one or overcome one that is living this way of life, that has chosen the higher path, that has chosen the spiritual way of living. The lower cannot overcome the higher because there's the higher has gained freedom and that means freedom from your opinion, freedom from those who would seek to slander and harm. It's that freedom of soul and mind that allows us to be loving and move through life without clinging to it. The higher is never overcome by the lower. Herein lies the revelation of freedom. You're, you're limited. You limit yourself by not actually taking this path. People, and I, myself included, I'll leave it on my experience. I really thought I was going to lose the experience of living a full life when I started living this way. It took a while before I became fully dedicated to it. But after I did, I gained a world and a universe. and I gained something of such immensity I didn't even know I was missing. What's funny is we only know what we know. So when we are asked to give up what we know to, with the promise of something much grander, it's a terrifying thing. We fight it. I fought it. But it's been such so worth the surrender. It's been so worth the submission to these, to this way of life. 
Let a man choose the higher and abandon the lower. He shall then establish himself as an overcomer and shall realize perfect peace. When you choose the higher and you do this work and you walk this path, you will find that perfect peace. You will overcome your selfish and self-centered desires. You will be a whole new man or woman or whatever you'd like to, whatever label you'd like to identify with. You will be an entirely different individual. with more fulfillment and authenticity than you ever knew was possible. I always thought I'd lose the things that made me me, but I lost the things that corrupted me and allowed me to actually blossom, flourish, and be my authentic, genuine self that I never knew was possible to do. And by choosing that higher road, we do find peace. We find freedom from those things we've defined ourselves by. How amazing is that? Right. Goes on here. To give the reins to inclination is the only slavery. Meaning what we're inclined to do, what we'd what we feel like doing, what strikes us as um a good idea in the moment. Now, all of those things have gotten me in very big trouble. <laughs> it's, lead, it's led me down a very selfish, self-centered, and destructive path in my life. So I, I relate to that. To give the reins to inclination is only slavery. Because I'm constantly a slave to my own emotions. They're just running the show and pulling me every which way. I can't keep up. And I harm others and myself in the process. Second half of that sentence is to conquer oneself is the only freedom. So to conquer your own inclinations, your own tendencies, your own selfish and self-centered thoughts and desires. To give up your self-indulgences is the only way to true freedom. To conquer oneself is the only freedom. I like this next sentence. The slave to self loves his chains and will not have one of them broken for fear he would be depriving himself of some cherished delight. That's pretty much what I was just saying. I was, I would, preferred my chains. I loved my chains. I loved my self-imposed sense of limitation and pity. I loved my irrational justifications and my, well, that's just how I am. <laughs> Because it let me excuse myself from terrible behavior in my mind. It let me justify being the person that I was being at those moments. That I thought I had to be to get to what I needed to get through my life. To get through a day. Through an hour. We cling to our chains so tightly for fear of losing a little modicum of pleasure because we value that pleasure so highly because we've never had anything to compare it to i've never had i never experienced true joy until i let go 
of the idea that I should be sitting in a pleasure-filled state for my entire life. Until I stopped seeking pleasure and started seeking alignment with the right things to do for the right reasons. I held on to my change, my bonds. I kept myself in bondage mentally. I couldn't break free of it. It took a, a lot of talking and a lot of people's time and kindness and patience to get me to a point where I was willing to change that. That last line of the main body of this says, he thus defeats himself. So the slave to self loves his chains and will not have one of them broken for fear. He would be depriving himself of one of, one of some cherished delight. He thus defeats and enslaves himself. We, we put those shackles on ourselves. We put those binds on our wrists. We do it to ourselves. We become, we become a slave to our own preferences and desires. And that becomes what we serve and what we drive towards and strive to, to be. And this is the last closing line. The land of perfect freedom lies through the gate of knowledge. Self-enlightenment is the pathway to perfect freedom. That's what the first, that's what the top line said. We have to do this work. We have to be willing to live a different way of life. And we have to be willing to practice that every single day. And through that, through that gate of knowledge and awareness, we walk into the land of perfect freedom. What a beautiful picture that is. It was never something I knew could be achieved. But I get pretty close, I think, already in my life. And that's something I'll be eternally grateful for. So, all right. Well, that's where we're going to end today. That was the uh, end of July 7th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. A great one. Absolutely fantastic one about putting ourselves in bondage. We create our own cages. And I always need a reminder of that. So, Thank you all so much for joining me and jumping in. And uh, I look forward to seeing what tomorrow brings. So come on back and until next time. Thanks. Mm -hmm.